Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, presents today's sports report. On today's program, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, from the studios of UGA Football News, on Facebook and Instagram, here's the host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Welcome to today's sports report on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host, and welcome to our program. Our program is brought to you by Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, the number one team in the country. When it comes time to finance or refinance your home, go to southeastmortgage.com slash UGA, and those folks will help you when it comes to the very important task of purchasing a home. That's Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Past shows of today's sports report can be found at todaysportsreport.com. You can visit our website, our beautiful website at ugafbnews.com. That's ugafbnews.com. You'll find all kinds of links there, all kinds of great information at ugafbnews.com. And you can email us at ugafbnews.com at gmail.com. That's ugafbnews at gmail.com. Well, let's take a look at the latest college football playoff rankings. They came out earlier this week. And, of course, the number one team in the country and the number one team in the college football playoff rankings is the University of Georgia. The Georgia Bulldogs, 12-0 on the year, number one in the college football playoff rankings. Number two is Michigan, coming off their big win against Ohio State last weekend. Michigan now is 11-1 and one on the year, and they are number two in the latest rankings for the college football playoffs. Number three is Alabama. And, of course, Alabama had a, a big game, big Iron Bowl game against Auburn, coming from behind to beat the Tigers 24-22. Alabama now 11-1 and one on the year, and they are the th- uh, third-ranked team in the college football uh, playoff rankings. Number four, the number four team in the latest CFP rankings is Cincinnati, the Bearcats, with a big game coming up this coming Saturday against Houston in their uh, conference uh, championship game. Cincinnati now 12-0, and so they're the fourth-ranked team in the college football playoff rankings. So if the college football playoff rankings began today, you'd have Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, and Cincinnati all playing and all vying to be the national champions in college football. Two teams on the outside looking in. Could be uh, very close. Things could really change because of what will happen this coming uh, Saturday. Two teams on the outside looking in. Number five, Oklahoma State. They are 11-1 on the year. Had a big win over, uh, over their rival, Oklahoma, this past Saturday. And, yes, here they are again. Notre Dame, the number sixth ranked team in the country, according to the college football playoff rankings. Notre Dame, 11 and 1. So uh, those are the first two teams out. Uh, following Oklahoma State and Notre Dame, you have Ohio State, 10 and 2. Not really a realistic chance of making the top four. You have Ole Miss, also at 10 and 2. Uh, the Rebels from Oxford having an excellent season. Then, uh, number nine, you have Baylor at 10 and 2. Number 10, Oregon at 10 at 10 and 2 as well. So the number one team in the country, of course, we know it all, is uh, the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Let's talk a little bit about that uh, game between Georgia and Georgia Tech. We won't rehash it very much, but we will 
uh, take a moment to look back at the big uh, rivalry game against the Yellow Jackets. Number one, Georgia, obviously overwhelming Georgia Tech this past Saturday by a score of 45 to nothing at Grant Field in Atlanta, Bobby Dodd uh, Stadium. Uh, the Bulldogs came ready to roll, and boy, did they ever roll against Georgia Tech. Uh, quarterback Stetson Bennett had a great day. He was 14 of 20 for in passing for 255 yards. He had four touchdowns and no interceptions. Two of Stetson's uh, touchdowns, went, or two of uh, Bet, uh, Bennett's touchdowns went to freshman uh, tight end Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers having an historic freshman uh, season as uh, a tight end, not only for the University of Georgia, but in uh, a national sense as well. Bowers had three receptions on Saturday against Georgia Tech for 100 yards, including one touchdown reception of uh, for 77 yards, and that electrified uh, Grant Stadium. By the way, in Grant Stadium this past Saturday, and you know this as, as well as I can tell you, there were far more Georgia fans than there were Georgia Tech fans at the home field of Georgia Tech, Bobby Dodd Stadium and Grant Field. Lad McCocky and Jermaine Burton uh, caught the other touchdown passes from Bennett this past Saturday. Kenny McIntosh led the Georgia rushing attack. He rushed for 66 yards and a touchdown against Georgia Tech. Georgia's ground game amassed 208 yards on 31 carries. That's an average of 6.7 yards and a tip. Georgia outgained Georgia Tech 463 yards to 171 yards. The Yellow Jackets never penetrated the Bulldogs' 25-yard line in what was Georgia's third shutout of the season. Amazing. Junior linebacker Nicobe Dean led the Georgia defense with six tackles on the day. Quay Walker and Lewis Seen each had five tackles for that stout and powerful Georgia defense. With the win, the Bulldogs finished the regular season 12-0. This is the first of undefeated regular season for Georgia since 1982. That's back in, of course, Herschel Walker days. With the win over Georgia Tech, Georgia extends the nation's longest active winning streak to 16 games. And so Georgia has a 16-game winning streak. Up next for Georgia, of course, the Bulldogs will be playing the number three team in the country. That is the University of Alabama in the SEC championship game this coming Saturday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. The game will be on CBS. And by the way, if you don't have a ticket, even if you could find a ticket that might be available, you'd have to fork over $850 for a ticket to see Georgia and Alabama live at Mercedes-Benz. That's the average price, the going price for tickets if they are available for the game this coming Saturday. So Georgia will be taking on Alabama in the SEC championship game this coming Saturday. Georgia Tech's next game also will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. But that will not be until 2022 when Georgia Tech will take on Clemson on September 5th, 2022 in the opening game of the 2022 season for each team. And that will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about that SEC championship game. But we'll take a break right now. And we'll have a word from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Today's sports report will be right back after this message from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. 
This is head coach Kirby Smart. It's my job to coach the fundamentals of football and prepare my guys for the future. Well, my friends at Southeast Mortgage are preparing you for your future by becoming a homeowner. Every Bulldog deserves a home. If you're in the market to purchase or refinance, I trust Southeast Mortgage to provide the best experience and get it done. Visit southeastmortgage.com UGA to get pre-approved for your home loan today. Southeast Mortgage the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Southeast Mortgage of Georgia Incorporated, NMLS, number 103956, Georgia Residential Mortgage License, number 6578. The only thing better than winning between the hedges on Saturday is coming home to this on Sunday. On the football field, I'm a coach. At home, I'm a dad. The field is where legends are made, where boys become men, dreams become reality, and teammates become family. Family is the most important thing. It's everything we have. And home is where a family's memories are made. So when the time comes to finance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan with Southeast Mortgage. Thank you for joining us and welcome back to today's sports report. Well, of course, the big game for the University of Georgia is coming up this coming Saturday, December 4th at 4 p.m. It'll be on CBS at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 73,000 people will be on hand for that game, and there probably will be a few more packed in the nook and the crannies of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, Big game, obviously. When it comes to conference championship weekend, it doesn't get any bigger than this matchup between the number one Georgia Bulldogs and the number three Alabama Crimson Tide. This will be the third time Georgia and Alabama have played and met for the conference title game. The two teams last met in the SEC title title game back in 2018. Alabama won that game over Georgia, 35 to 28. It was a great game. Georgia losing, however, to Alabama in 2018. Alabama went on to the college football playoff national championship game, which they lost that year to the Clemson Tigers. The Alabama offense has its work cut out for it in this game. Georgia's defense isn't just a good defense. The Georgia defense is an historically good and great defense. The Bulldogs are the first team since Texas in 1979 to hold their first 12 opponents to a maximum of 17 points. No team has scored more than 17 points against Georgia this season. And this Bulldog defense is the best scoring defense since uh, Oklahoma's defense back in 1986. Georgia allowed 6.9 points uh, so far this year. And they have allowed that in their games, the 12 games they've played. And also, uh, Georgia's defense has allowed only 230.4 yards per game offensively to their opponents. Both of those totals are the best totals produced by any FBS defense this year. Since October 30th, Georgia has held four of its five opponents to single-digit totals. The Georgia defense is, of course, and we all know this, a very dominant defense. The Bulldogs, however, will see an elite offense in Alabama. The Alabama offense was averaging 44.4 points a game before getting held to only 24 points in its Iron Bowl win over Auburn. The Crimson Tide uh, offense is powerful. It is stout, but it has been shaky at times this year. Uh, They failed to score a touchdown until the final minutes of that Iron Bowl game against Auburn, and they needed four overtimes to avoid an upset bid from the Tigers. Alabama's offense also struggled mightily against LSU. The LSU Tiger uh, defense had a great game against the Alabama offense. 
But much of Alabama's offensive success and their stout offense has, uh, has to do with quarterback Bryce Young. He is an excellent Heisman Trophy candidate, excellent player. And when Bryce Young is on the field for Alabama, they have a chance to win any game. And uh, the offense success, the offensive success for Alabama has a lot to do with Bryce Young and the Alabama passing game. Last Saturday against Auburn, Young was 25 of 51 for 317 yards and two touchdowns, and he had one interception in the Iron Bowl. One big key to watch in this game is how well will Alabama protect, protect Bryce Young at quarterback. Last Saturday against Auburn, Alabama gave up seven sacks against the Tigers. Things won't get any easier, of course, against the Georgia defense that entered the last week of the season, fourth in the nation, in sacks per game. While Alabama head coach Nick Saban has put together some pretty good offenses, or defenses rather, in Tuscaloosa, this year's defensive unit for Alabama isn't quite in that elite category. The defenses uh, of the defenses that they've had in the past few years, uh, Alabama's defense ranks 69th in passer rating allowed and 54th in yards per attempt passing. The tie defense is stout, however, on the run. They are fourth in yards allowed per rushing attempt at 2.6 yards a carry. Alabama held five of its past six opponents to 24 or fewer points. So as you look at these two teams, as you stack them up, as you look at the analytics, if you want to call it, of this game, here's what you come away with. Georgia probably will have to throw the ball, a ball effectively to beat Alabama, and we think they will. Stetson Bennett is a different kind of quarterback than the quarterback that he was when the last time he faced Alabama and Georgia uh, lost to Alabama. Here's our prediction for the SEC championship game. We predict that Georgia will beat Alabama 24-14. to That's our prediction, and we're going to stick with it. Go dogs! Let's bring home the SEC championship game uh, trophy, and then let's uh, head to the uh, playoffs, the college football playoffs, with a lot of momentum, of course. Uh, some championship game notes as we look forward to this game. Southeastern Conference Commissioner Greg Sankey will never admit this publicly, but he probably, and as commissioner, of course, he wants to be neutral, but probably Greg Sankey, Sankey is rooting for Alabama to upset Georgia, for Alabama to beat Georgia in Saturday's SEC championship game. Why, you ask? Because if that happens, then probably Alabama and Georgia will make the college football playoffs. That'll put two SEC teams in the uh, football playoffs. Georgia, uh, so Sankey, he'll never admit that, but uh, it could be that he might be rooting for Alabama. Then I'll have uh, S the SEC will have two teams in the playoffs. Georgia is favored in Saturday's game. The last time Alabama was an underdog in any game was on October 3rd, 2015, when they came to Athens to play the University of Georgia. Alabama was an underdog to Georgia at that time. Alabama, however, wound up winning that game handily 38 to 10. Now the rest of the potential playoff teams across the country will certainly be hoping for Georgia to win the game. Uh, the, the rest of those playoff teams, Oklahoma State and, and Notre Dame and those who might be having some kind of vision of making the college football playoffs, want Georgia to knock the Crimson Tide out of the playoff picture because that will then open up three spots for non-SEC teams.
So uh, there'll, there'll be a lot of teams, a lot of fan bases pulling for the University of Georgia this coming Saturday as the Bulldogs take on uh, Alabama in the SEC championship uh, game. Once again, it'll be at 4 o'clock on uh, CBS from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Alabama. It will not be a game for the uh, faint of heart to watch. It's going to be a heart stop, heart, heart stopper, but it should be a great game, and we're looking for Georgia to win that ball game. There, of course, are other championship games going on this coming Saturday. Uh, on, uh, In fact, uh, this coming Friday, December the 3rd, there is the Pac-12 championship game. That will be held at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. It will uh, vie number 11, Oregon, taking on number 19, Utah. This game will be at 8 p.m. on Friday night. It will be televised on ABC. Now, just a week ago, just a week ago, Utah beat Oregon. 38-7 to at home. That was on November the 20th. Now the Utes, uh, the, the Utah Utes have won five in a row. And now the Ducks from Oregon get a chance to uh, have a rematch on a neutral site. And so you have Oregon taking on Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Neither one of these teams has any realistic chance of making it to the college football playoffs. Our pick is for Oregon to upset Utah. Utah is actually favored, but we pick Oregon to win over Utah by a score of 34 to 27. On Saturday, December the 4th, there's the Big 12 championship game. That will uh, feature Oklahoma State versus Baylor. This should be a barn burner of a game. Should be a great game. It'll be at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The game will be noon on Saturday and it will be televised on ABC. The Cowboys beat the Bears the last time they met back on October the 2nd by the score of 24 to 14. Oklahoma State, uh, the number five team in the country, can make an, a college football playoff case if they can beat Baylor uh, in a second straight uh, top 10 matchup. And so Oklahoma State wants to win this game and then sit back and see what happens uh, with, uh, like, Michigan or Cincinnati, hoping that one of those teams will lose, and even Alabama, hoping that one of those teams will lose and give them the opportunity to be in the college football playoffs. Our pick is for Oklahoma State to win this game over Baylor by a score of 34-23. to 23. Also Saturday, there's the American Championship game of the American Conference. Now, usually this is not a game that we pay much attention to. However, this year... We're going to pay attention to this game because it vies number 24, Houston, playing at number four, Cincinnati. And this will be at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati, the home field for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Now, the game will be at four o'clock. It, it will be televised on ABC. Now, if Cincinnati can win this game over Houston, and Houston's a pretty stout team, if Cincinnati can win this game, they will virtually clinch a playoff spot with a victory over the Cougars. Houston has scored at least 30 points in eight straight games. This should be a very good game. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, pick Houston to win in an upset over Cincinnati by a score of 34 to 21. That's right. We look for Cincinnati to get knocked out of the top four uh, teams in the college football playoff rankings. We're picking Houston to win this game. In the Big Ten Championship game, that'll be uh, this coming Saturday at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana. It'll be an 8 p.m. game on Fox. 
And uh, the game will pit number five, or number two, rather, Michigan. Number two, Michigan taking on number 16, Iowa. Michigan, of course, beat Ohio State last week. They're carrying a lot of momentum into this uh, Big Ten championship game against Iowa. Iowa has given Michigan fits over the years. Uh, Chuck Ferentz, the uh, head coach at Iowa, is 2-2 two and two against Michigan uh, during uh, his tenure at Iowa. Here's what we're going to do. Yep, ah, we're going out on a limb. We're going to pick Iowa to win over Michigan, to beat Michigan in the Big Ten championship game 20-19. to 19. That's our pick. Uh, we think uh, that uh, Michigan left it all on the field last week against Ohio State. And so we're going with the upset Iowa winning over Michigan and that's our picks for the championship games this coming Saturday. Well, let's look at some coaching news. Boy, the coaching carousel for college football has been going around and around and around. And there is a lot of coaching news when it comes to college football these days. First of all, you know, the University of Florida, big rival for Georgia, obviously, has uh, taken and tapped Billy Napier to replace Dan Mullen as their head football coach, Billy Napier was the uh, head coach at Louisiana, used to be Louisiana Tech. Now they're just Louisiana. Uh, Napier was 39-12 and 12 in four seasons at Louisiana. He won four consecutive division titles in that conference. And so Florida has Billy Napier coming on campus to be the head coach for the Gators. LSU, of course, uh, Ed Orgeron leaving LSU. LSU has hired Brian Kelly the Notre Dame, uh, former Notre Dame head coach, as their head coach. They have officially announced the hiring of Brian Kelly. Kelly has agreed to a 10-year deal worth $9.5 million annually, plus incentives, and the package could be as much as $10 million a year with those incentives added in. And so um, Brian Kelly going from Notre Dame to LSU. The University of Southern California has hired Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma to be their head coach. Uh, Lincoln Riley was 55 and 10 in five years at Oklahoma University. He made three appearances with his Oklahoma football team in the college football playoffs. The Trojans, uh, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a college football coach. Listen to this package. Uh, the University of Southern California is paying, paying Lincoln Riley. Uh, they're paying O'Reilly $110 million over 10 years. In addition to buying, USC is buying Lincoln Riley and his family a $6 million home. They are giving uh, Lincoln Riley the unlimited use of a private jet 24-7. And USC is buying both homes that Lincoln Riley owns in Norman, Oklahoma, for over $500,000 over the asking price, which is essentially a million-dollar bonus than Lincoln Riley. And believe it or not, that's not all. There are other incentives as well and perks in uh, this contract. So Lincoln Riley taking the big bucks and heading to Southern California to be the coach of the University of uh, Southern uh, California. Notre Dame, of course, looking for a college football coach, a coach for their uh, historical uh, storied program. And uh, a lot of thinking is it could be Luke Fickle leaving Cincinnati to go to Notre Dame. Nothing is confirmed about that. May happen, may not happen. 
but that's uh, some speculation. Luke Fickle may go from Cincinnati to Notre Dame. Oklahoma, of course, looking for their uh, new head coach. Also uh, over at Auburn, offensive coordinator Mike Bobo, of course, uh, former University of Georgia player, offensive coordinator for the University of Georgia for many years. Offensive coordinator Mike Bobo has been let go. He's been fired by the University of Auburn. He's no longer with the staff uh, staff at uh, the University of Auburn. Kentucky and Mark Stoops have agreed in principle to an extension that will keep Mark Stoops at the University of, of uh, Kentucky through the year 2027. Stoops is 54 years of age. He's been at, at Kentucky since 2013. He's compiled a 58 and 53 overall record with the Kentucky Wildcats. And Georgia defensive coordinator Dan Lanning has been named one of the five uh, finalists for the Broyles Award. That is an award given annually to the nation's top assistant coach. Uh, Lanning is 35 years of age. He's been at uh, Georgia since 2018. He started as the outside linebackers coach, elevated to uh, defensive coordinator in 2019. And of course, obviously, he has done a great job uh, with the University of Georgia uh, defense. So we want to keep Dan Lanning around, do we not? He and Todd Munkin, hands off other programs and leave our guys alone. We love those guys and we want to keep them on the staff at the University of Georgia. In some extra points we have for our program uh, today, the New York Giants have signed former Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm to their active roster. Fromm had been on the Buffalo Bills practice squad. He's been the uh, practice squad quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Well, now he's been signed by the New York Giants, and he is going to be on the active roster. That means he'll be dressing out uh, for Sunday games uh, with the New York Giants. He's uh, from is expected to serve as the backup for the Giants. Starting quarterback Daniel Jones uh, for the uh, New York Giants was injured recently. He suffered a strained neck. He's going to make uh, miss several weeks. Backup Mike Glennon uh, is scheduled to start for the Giants uh, in uh, for uh, the New York Giants and coming in now to be the backup quarterback Jack uh, Jake Fromm. Of course, uh, former quarterback for the University of Georgia from Warner Robin, Robbins. And congratulations to Jake Fromm for having uh, that position now with uh, the New York Giants. Well, of course, the Georgia Bulldogs finished the regular season 12-0, their first undefeated season since 1982, back in the Herschel Walker days. By the way, Georgia won the national championship in 1980. They didn't have an undefeated season in 1980, a regular season. But in 1982, Georgia did have an undefeated regular season, but they did not win the national championship. Um, and they were defeated by Pittsburgh, and uh, they uh, did not win the national championship back in 1982. Things are going to be different in 2021. Uh, we are fully confident Georgia is headed to a national championship. So Georgia was 12-0. Uh, let's run through very quickly their schedule and look at the scores for this 12-0 season for the Georgia Bulldogs. Remember when the season started with Clemson and we were all, all a tizzy with what that game was going to be like. Georgia and Clemson. Well, Georgia, of course, winning that game 10-3. Remember DJ Uangalele? Uh, we all struggled with that name if you're in the broadcast business. 
but Georgia took care of Clemson. Clemson's season went downhill uh, for a while. The Clemson did recover, and they're in the top 25, and uh, will probably get a pretty good bowl game. Uh, but Georgia started the season winning over Clemson 10 to three. They took out UAB then 56 to seven, beat South Carolina 40 to 13, beat Vanderbilt 62 to nothing, beat Arkansas 37 to nothing. Remember that game? Arkansas came in the number nine team in the country and Georgia took care of business. Uh, then Georgia traveled over to Auburn and beat Auburn 34 to 10. They took out Kentucky 30 to 13. Went down to Jacksonville and Georgia beat uh, Florida 34 to 7. And boy, Florida has fallen, of course, obviously on hard times since that game. Uh, Georgia beat Missouri 43 to 6. Took out Tennessee 41 17. Beat Charleston Southern 56 to 7. And took out Georgia Tech, of course, last week 45 to nothing. And now here comes Georgia, the number one team in the country, taking on number three, Alabama. This coming Saturday, 4 o'clock, it'll be on CBS. The game will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia and Alabama going at one another to see who's going to be the official SEC champion for the 2021 season. And, of course, if Georgia wins, they'll continue to be the number one uh, team, uh, ranked team in the college football playoffs. If Alabama wins, then you'll have two SEC teams in the playoffs, Georgia and Alabama. If Alabama loses, they're gone from the playoffs. And you'll have somebody else creeping in there, maybe Oklahoma State. And, oh, Lord, maybe Notre Dame, please. Uh, not Notre Dame, but uh, who knows? You, you could have either one of those teams coming in. It'll, it will be an exciting weekend in college football, all these uh, championship games and the conferences. It should be a lot of fun, but uh, there'll be no game like the Georgia-Alabama game. Get your you got heart medicine ready. Get yourself ready for that one. It's a big one as uh, Georgia takes on Alabama. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on today's Sports Report, brought to you by UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host. Thank you for being with us today. Our program is brought to you by, brought to you by Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. When it comes time to finance or refinance your home, go to southeastmortgage.com slash UGA. Our cohort, Matthew Hall, not with us tonight, but he always closes our programs with these two words. Go dogs! UGA Football News would like to thank Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, for sponsoring our program today. When the time comes to finance or refinance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan from Southeast Mortgage. Your friends at Southeast Mortgage are ready to help you. Visit southeastmortgage.com slash UGA today for more information. This and previous editions of today's sports report can be found at UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, on many leading podcast apps, and at todayssportsreport.com. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs. Oh.